And what happens with food? Are there joint meal times? Do all hall members eat together? Uh, all of our halls are fully self-contained, which means you have to prepare and or provide your own food. So residential village at Clayton campus and the student village down at Peninsula campus, they have access to a range of facilities. Um, We've got the Halls Cafe at Clayton, for instance. Um, They do meals twice a day, six days a week. So you've got a lot of opportunities to get some really great food. Um, With the urban community, obviously the rooms have their own little kitchenette, so you can prepare your own meals in your own rooms. Um, And this is going to be the same for the Peninsula Studios. Um, But what we would also encourage is in all of our buildings, so regardless of where you're living, which campus or which style of accommodation you're in, you will have access to communal kitchens, um, communal living areas. You have that opportunity to come together and cook together and get to meet people in that way. And that's that's something that we find happens quite organically. Um, and it, it's exciting to see because this is how friendships start and this is how friendships continue. Um, everyone bonds over a good meal. And it's nice making food or trying out food from a new culture that you've never had before. It's, it's a great experience. Um, but saying that, I mentioned it earlier, the RST in all of the halls, they will organise special meals throughout the year, special dinners. Um, they quite often do breakfasts on Sunday mornings where everyone gets together. Um, they might organise a, a barbecue during the summer. Barbecues are very, very popular and um, it's a great opportunity to get together again and become more involved. Mm-hmm. So you've, you've got plenty of options for food, which is good. The The Clayton campus itself actually has dozens of eating places so lots of uh, lots of different places you've got some fast food and you've got some healthy food lots of coffee shops there's restaurants plenty of options to choose from and you certainly won't go hungry okay and where can residential students shop around Monash Clayton campus um, so as I mentioned before for food you're sorted but um, the Clayton campus in particular is accessible um to lots of different places so if you wanted to get some items together to set up your your new residence ikea is just down the road from us we've got chadston shopping center which is very popular that's a short bus ride away um we're pretty well connected where we are the the location and it does give you the opportunity to see a lot uh, a lot of shopping areas failing that if you want to go into the city the city is a 30 minute train ride from from clayton mm-hmm. um and yeah, the world's your oyster at that point. So we talked about Monash Clayton campus. How about Peninsula? Well, Peninsula is actually in an incredible location down at uh, the suburb of Frankston. It's right down at the peninsula. Um, so it was very, very close to the beach. There's a really nice vibe, great seaside style of lifestyle. Peninsula campus is, they do offer shuttle buses that will take you to the local um shopping centres, they offer shuttle buses that bring you up to Clayton for classes um, and to the train station so that you can get to and from the city or the Caulfield campus as well um, but if you didn't want to do that or you didn't have to, you can go and explore down that area um, there's some incredible seafood restaurants and some wonderful beach shacks all the way down that uh, down that area and I'd highly recommend you check them out Thank you uh, So a bit of a funny question but there is a rumor that the students, once they go back home, they leave some belongings for the other students to take, like toasters or hair dryers. Is this true? 
And can you give a student some tips on how to get thin first? <laughs> yes, this is definitely true. Um, we find every year that um, departing residents, they may have lived there for a couple of years. They have accumulated a lot of things that they don't want to bring with them. They don't need them anymore. They're moving back home. So they will quite often just leave them for collection. What we find is during all week, during orientation week, in the common areas in the halls, the RST will actually set up a series of tables with all of these items out there. In you go and you help yourself. It's pretty much a free-for-all. And on that, with students who live off campus, yes, they want to leave toasters behind or other bits and pieces. So what we also do is we have information on our website to do with hard rubbish collection. So we liaise a lot with the local councils and we can inform students. We've also got a great video actually on the off-campus accommodation um, pages of MRS on hard rubbish collection and how you can book your hard rubbish collection, leave it outside, leave those items outside your property and the local council will come and pick them up. And then we've also got op shops, you know, the opportunity shops, mm -hmm. often known as op shops. So that's very much part of um, Melbourne culture, I think, where you can donate your goods that you don't want to take with you to these charitable uh, organisations that have shops. And it's also very common for, for people to go and buy things from op shops. Um, very cheap, um, even very well-to-do wealthy people will go and browse through op shops and pick up things. So it's just very much part of our culture. And it's also great for environmental reasons because you're recycling items. So there are ways to dispose of things when you're moving out responsibly. Mm -hmm. Well, interestingly enough, I accommodated my place from op shop. I went there and bought everything there. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yes. Go. Much cheaper. Much very cheaper. Yeah. Are there residential homes at other campuses like Caulfield or Parkville? I'll answer that one. Um, currently, no. <laughs> um, who knows? Um, hopefully, um, in future. But the answer is no, really. However, we do have um, very extensive support through the off-campus service um, that I mentioned earlier. We have um, the free shuttle buses for Caulfield students um, who want to stay at Clayton, and quite a lot do, actually. They, it's only a 20-minute bus ride on the free Monash bus um, where you just need to show your Monash ID, it starts operating from very early in the morning, I think from 7.15. Check on the Monash website what the exact dates, uh, times are. Runs every half an hour or so. And it's air conditioned. There's also internet on the bus. So for that reason, it's very convenient for a lot of Caulfield students to stay on campus at Clayton. Or otherwise, um, like yourself, they will find accommodation around the campus or not too far away, mm -hmm. hopefully, as long as they can get here early enough. Mm -hmm. uh, and what in detail does the MRS provide to a students living off campus? What sort of off-campus accommodation is available? So if, if students um, choose to live in the private rental market or miss out on getting on-campus accommodation, they can 
form a group with friends or individually. They can rent a room. And with our guidance, we will help them in setting up a share house or finding a suitable studio or single occupancy apartment. We talk to students about what rental costs to expect realistically because it can be one of the big surprises when coming to Melbourne mm -hmm. if, you, if you haven't checked the rental rates in Melbourne. Again, we have this information clearly on our website pages. So you don't get a rude shock and you're well prepared. Then you will be able to find various types of accommodation options, um, whether you're at Parkville or at Caulfield, and you, you can find purpose-built student accommodation studios or rooms that are basically built and only accessible to students and not the general public. So they're private providers, but they only offer their accommodation to students who are currently enrolled. Mm -hmm. So there, there, there is a variety and it's quite interesting also to see the uh, the reaction from students when they first arrive and start to see these options, what they actually look like. Now, some of them expect multi-storey mm -hmm. level apartment buildings <clears throat> and yet they uh, go to neighbourhoods of Clayton or even at Caulfield and Parkville and they see bungalows, you know, Californian-style bungalows type of architecture or Victorian terraces, wooden houses. <laughs> yeah, so there is really quite a variety of design and, and Melbourne is very, very diverse in that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I certainly suggest you go through the Rent a Smart page of MRS. It helped me a lot. I'm sure it's going to help other students as well. So what should the students look for when they're choosing where to live off campus? Oh, wow. It's a very... Um, it's a complex picture, and uh, and so the key again is be rent smart. Um, engage with us first so that you can make an informed decision. So you're looking for uh, places that are close to your campus, and each campus of Monash University and Monash College does differ very much from leafy suburbs to Parkville being very close to the CBD and, and a very different, more dense style of living. So somewhere close to transport, these are, I suppose, the very logical, basic things, and basically making sure, yes, that you can afford it, that you do have a, a really clear understanding of what your rental rates per week and mm. per month and what your additional costs are likely to be. Uh, and again, you don't need to do all of that on your own. You can ask a lot of questions through emailing us as soon as you even just start considering Monash, even if you're not sure you're going to come. Mm -hmm. I think that's the best way of being guided by um, getting all that relevant information depending on where you're going to study, that is, which campus of, of Monash. Mm -hmm. So uh, what is off-campus life like? What mm -hmm. are costs and challenges you see international students face? Yes. Uh, well, yeah, it is. It's a very complex picture and 
it can be very different depending on which suburb your campus is in. I think, as I mentioned, from the very dense living in the CBD and Caulfield to more space around the Peninsula campus and parts of Clayton. Uh, Neighbourhoods very close to the Clayton campus can be very densely occupied, but with more space as you go towards Mulgrave and Glen Waverley. There are some suburbs for people to look up. Um, uh, And also... um, The off-campus accommodation options will vary from studio, apartment-style living to the shared houses where everyone is on the same contract, on the same lease agreement, to rooming houses where you, you can rent a room in a large house with perhaps up to eight bedrooms in some situations, and but where there are common areas such as a kitchen and bathrooms. In addition to that, there is the homestay option. Uh, this arrangement includes food. So you pay for rent and meals and you live with an Australian family. Uh, and keep in mind, by the way, that Australian society is very multicultural and, and here in Melbourne as well, and that most Australians are not blonde with blue eyes, as you realise. Uh, so um, take Dermot, for example, who is with us today um, with his lovely Irish accent um, and not with the Australian twang that some may expect to hear from movies or promotional tourist videos. So we're very diverse in Monash, um, at Monash and in Melbourne. And the university and Monash College um, supports this diversity. Um, And so many international students should find it very comforting as a social environment because you will see so many different types of nationalities and people both on campus and off campus. And with this opportunity as well, I want to say that both on campus and off campus, we can provide students with who need accessible accommodation with various uh, disabilities who need suitable accommodation with such options. So they're accessible on campus as well as various private providers that we are aware of off campus. You mentioned homestay. Can you explain a little bit more, like how can a student apply for homestay? Yes, again, uh, homestay is provided... Uh, through Monash College, and it is for all Monash students, whether they're Monash University or Monash College students. Uh, You simply apply. Uh, We have links on our website to Homestay. Then you will be placed with an Australian family as close as possible, who live as close as possible to the campus you will be studying. Uh, Three meals a day are also provided, and if you're not at home, you, you're given a packed lunch, or you are your your meal is uh, saved for you to to have whenever you want, um, and you get to engage and be part of that family. Not all the time; you don't have to all the time, but you are in that family mm-hmm. setting. A lot of our under eighteen students live in homestay because they are one of the approved accommodation options. Some students find it very, very um, exciting and interesting. Others trial it and then feel, no, I want to live with my friends. I don't want to live with a family. It just depends on what you 
you want and what you're looking for. But all all um, homestay that Monash has organised is checked and inspected by a Monash College mm-hmm. before any student is placed. And if you could give advice to future students moving to Monash from overseas who could not get on campus accommodation, what would you say? Give us a call <laughs> or email us. Uh, listen to our webinars or come along to the pre-departure sessions if we're coming to your city. Uh, engage with us um, so that you don't feel that you're alone, so that you don't feel overwhelmed And that way, it's the smart way of also transitioning to university studies more effectively. You know, we know that students who engage and and use the support services of the university or Monash College will do academically better. So don't be shy. We're all very friendly. We certainly try to be. We are experts in our field and we will not leave people unsupported or alone they just need to reach out mm-hmm. and just following on from that at every stage through the on-campus accommodation uh, process the admissions team will actually make sure that you're kept up to date as to where your application is what stage it is how likely you are to get an offer and they will always provide that information to you so you know a timeline as to when you can expect an offer um, if you don't get it what are your next steps and they will give you that information to point you towards the off-campus accommodation team so we will try and support you as much as we can in the event that you're not successful. Uh, what are some of the most difficult experiences that students have faced living off campus? Oh, Rahan, you may have experienced something as well. Well, uh, when I was searching for places, I went to some of the flatmate pages and they were obviously so shady that I was just looking forward to coming out of that place. I felt so insecure and unsafe that I just wanted to run out. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I heard a lot about the students who couldn't get their uh, bond back Mm -hmm. because they were not aware of the situation, what the condition report is, what to mark in it. But uh, with careful considerations, you might not have any difficulties. Personally, I didn't face any issues because I took all the initiatives and make sure that I'm working in the right steps inspected every places and have a long discussion with the agent and landlord and made sure that this is the right place for me to be and use MRS services to make sure the contract isn't shady and checked everything in the condition report so that's the place I'm getting not the place they wanted to give it to me. I agree Uh, those sorts of uh, experiences where students were not well informed or had gone and inspected some rooms or properties through flatmates.com and hadn't quite realised what it meant, um, that the the description on the advertisement did not match Mm -hmm. (laughs) the actual picture. So that's a very... um, confronting and challenging um, experience. Uh, Also, unfortunately, students who've been scammed, who for some reason saw an ad from overseas, had not checked it, arrive and find that this place does not exist. Or if it does exist, the person or or the, the real estate agency that manages the property has no idea what this is all about. And that's very, very 
uh, difficult financially, emotionally. But again, we are able to, to assist students with reporting scams. But the best thing to do, as they say, is prevention mm-hmm. is better than cure. So get in touch with the right people before you do anything like that. Um, and return of bonds is is a very significant and a very common issue because, again, a lot of students don't realise that their bond needs to be lodged with a bond authority, not in people's private bank accounts and, and so forth. So these sorts of things are a result of ignorance and they can be prevented very easily and they can be resolved mm-hmm. a lot of the time because we provide advocacy and tenancy legal support we can resolve such matters as long as that person the other person who has the bond hasn't disappeared from the country then then it's impossible <laughs> um, we don't have jurisdiction overseas but we can help um, in resolving such issues but bonds definitely and scams very concerning uh, thank you Christine and thank you Dermot well there you have it. Living on campus or off campus can be fun and also you may be feeling homesick and missing your friends and family at the beginning after the honeymoon stage of having arrived in Melbourne or stressed with the study. You can really make Monash your home and feel you belong to a community. Dinners, sharing bathrooms and halls, living together, you get to experience the university lifestyle different to people not living on campus. You make lifelong friendships and make memories that will never be forgotten. If you live off campus, you can make it a good experience as well by doing your homework and getting in touch with the MRS off-campus team as early as possible and letting them guide you every step of the way. The private rental market can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. You are not alone. If you engage with MRS in the private rental market, you can become part of a neighborhood or a community with locals. It is a full university experience with the support provided from Monash and the Monash Residential Services team to help you through it. Thank you, Dermot and Christine, for your time. Thank you, Rahan. Thank you, Rahan. <laughs> uh, well, that's all we have time for today. We've got more exciting topics coming up in our next podcast episode, so stay tuned for more. Remember to send us an email at iss at monash.edu. If you have any more suggestions on podcast topics, we would love to hear from you. Thank you.